Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Coley. Welcome to the SVU Coven podcast, Little Witch Detectives. We are on video. Oh my god, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just telling Coley how it feels weird, even though we talk all the time and see each other's faces at least once a day. But <laughs> yeah, it feels new to me. Yeah. <laughs> on webcam that's how old I am we've done this before yes yes we did do it one time yeah um I'm not sure whatever happened with that did they ever run that episode they haven't run it yet but as soon as they do I'll let you know yeah cool but yeah we're on yeah no now so um before we get into our witch talk I just want to make a statement about what's going to be going on going forward um we are putting this podcast this video up on youtube so that means we have to center ourselves a little bit so you're going to hear us say things like essay and unalived and the r word which is different from the r slur The R word is the action that we talk about a lot on this podcast. The R slur is the R slur. Um, Yeah, we we might need some TikTok girlies to give us like all of the words. Because I feel old, but I don't really know what they all are. Um, But I do feel like most of them are self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, I know a few of them. So I'll be able to like help in any way I can but I don't know all of them yeah so just bear with us yeah Um, just bear with us as we maneuver around the censorship we have to do to appease Susan Susan (laughs) that's literally her name I know it is I know it's just funny because (laughs) we're both like Susan (laughs) um yeah So just bear with us while we maneuver the censorship thing. Yeah. We can stay advertiser friendly and our videos can stay up on YouTube. Yes. Um, I'm not a huge censorship person. You guys know that, but Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I think it's, we we're doing what we got to do. Yeah. Um, And I'm excited about having visuals yeah it's so exciting so exciting welcome to season three guys season three we have so many cool things coming for season three it's like ridiculous yeah um but this is the first one so uh, yeah censorship yeah um shall we move forward yes let's go forward cool 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 so this is the witch talk it's the corner of the intro of our show where we catch you guys up on what we've been doing uh we always laugh because it's a little redundant since coley and i do talk pretty much every day um so we already know what we're gonna say but you guys don't and that's the fun part so um i guess i'll go first because i'm already talking If you've listened to the show for a while, you know that I never come up with something to say for this segment, and I make it up on the fly every time. Um, so I've been traveling a lot. I mm-hmm. was in Indiana for 
a while, which is part of um, why we're on an extended hiatus, just because I haven't had time even. Um, but I was in Indiana with Sassy for a while. I think last episode I was saying I was going to visit them, but mm-hmm. I, I hadn't yet. So that was really fun. Um, I got tattoos while I was there, which is exciting. You can't see it because I'm wearing a shirt, of course, but, um, <laughs> I got a moon tattoo right here and then a 21 pilots tattoo on my wrist. Um, super exciting. And then I was home for literally like four or five days. And then I turned around and went to Florida to stay with my best friend, Elizabeth, as well as Sassy. We celebrated their birthday down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fun part is that while I was in Florida, I got let go from my job. Yay. <laughs> um, which really. also effectively means that I had to lay off my team as well. Um, and that sucked. So yeah. I'm back in the job hunt, looking for a job, freelancing, writing, editorial, all of that stuff. And you know me, when I get a job, I bring Coley with me. So yes. um, it makes us both very, very, very happy. Yes, it does. <laughs> so um, that's pretty much what I'm doing. I am still dating that boy. Um, yeah I know it's like the best part of my life um because it's like a constant source of happiness and positivity so that's great um, yeah so we're still hanging out and that's good and um I think that's everything obviously this is the first episode of season three yeah that's a huge deal in and of itself and I'm really excited about that so that's all that's going on with me. What's going on with you? Well, um, since Katie got let go from her job, I also got let go from my job. Yeah. Um, but it's okay because I do have a source of income because I work on the golf course I live on. Um, so I'm not like dying to find a job but I would like to find another writing job yeah um I've pretty much been working the whole hiatus um at the golf course which is weird um because we were off for the winter and it's always weird getting back into it so yeah um and then I had a date yesterday from when we're recording this (laughs) and it went really really well and I really really like her and it's awesome it's so cute because I I love whenever you go on a date because you give me like a play-by-play (laughs) I'm nervous this is what I'm wearing I'm leaving and then when you get back you're like I'm back and I'm like tell me everything (laughs) it makes me feel like I've been sitting there waiting for the tea you know yeah but I'm so happy I'm so glad that it went so well yeah and she's really cool she's a DJ and she um makes her own music and her songs are wonderful I love her songs Mm -hmm. um 
my favorite one is probably one that she has called a story where no one dies or a story where nobody dies. And it's just really, really awesome. I haven't listened to her whole discography yet, but I'm working on it slowly but surely. Maybe she should write us a jingle. That would be awesome. (laughs) We need a jingle so bad. (laughs) Like a little intro, like something. I just can't think of what it would be other than the Law & Order theme song, and I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. That's copyrighted. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Post and NBC would not be happy with us. Yeah, no, but... (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's my witch talk. So cute. So the next thing we want to get into is kind of stressful. (laughs) Um, It's so stressful. It's so stressful. I've been sending (laughs) constant updates about this to Katie on Discord. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the Writers Guild of America is currently on strike, which means the um screenwriters are on strike for both television and movies yeah and um SAG-AFTRA which works with actors of both stage and screen um is currently voting to authorize a strike because the alliance of motion picture and television producers who also overlooks the wga is uh they're they're um starting negotiations on june 7th i think and if they don't come up with a good plan um sag is most likely gonna strike yeah. and that's nerve-wracking um the writer's strike alone has an impact on svu it didn't impact season 24 um but it could impact season 25 when we have a release date all that stuff um bless you bless you you. (laughs) and if sag after strikes as well um that just means that we really won't be having a release date until the strikes are done. Um, both are striking for fair wages um, and against the use of AI, artificial intelligence in um, screenwriting and like editing in AI um actors yeah yeah um and it's one of those things that affects us from every direction um in my opinion because even though Coley and I do not write television shows we are still writers that deserve to get paid for our time um and this whole shift into AI and whatnot is already kind of scary yeah as an editorial professional and then you add in television and all of that and writers that very much deserve to get paid and are very yes. talented yes but uh it kind of hits us in every direction because of the podcast and the hobbies we have and the interests we have but then mm-hmm. also just like our professional 
lives. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a scary time to be a writer right now. Yeah. Um, the best way that you can support the writer's strike, I'm not sure about SAG-AFTRA, but um, the best way you can support the writer's strike is by posting about it on social media, um, showing your support on social media. And if you live in or near New York, um, Chicago, Philly, Los Angeles, anywhere where they shoot um television or movies pretty much um you can go and pick up a sign and walk in a circle you don't have to be a member to do that and they are 100% welcoming of people who are just fans of their work you know there's a lot of celebrities that have been going out and bringing like food and making signs and stuff too um yeah that it's the same principle they're not part of anything but they're just supporting yeah um I believe Pete Davidson brought everybody pizza so yeah (laughs) there's an idea if you want to bring some pizza (laughs) they um they had uh I know Imagine Dragons did like a little concert for wga west um because the wga is split into two like fans wgs and wga wga west and wga east 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 (laughs) 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 but um warren light is one of the strike captains for wga east so if you want to follow WGA East and find out where to pick it, um, where to join in on the strike, um, follow him on Twitter at Warren Light TV. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And there's also a video about the writer's strike that we'll link in the show notes by Drew Gooden. Um, it's a wonderful video. It breaks down the different aspects of the writer's strike so yeah yeah we'll have a bunch of resources and information for you in the notes or on our social media or in the description on youtube yes oh my gosh youtube (laughs) i keep forgetting um but yeah uh we encourage you to support in any way that you can um, because this shit sucks yeah this sucks (laughs) It's okay. It's not in the first eight seconds. We're good. We're good. We're good. Ah! Um, shall we keep the ball rolling? Yes. So if you know anything about our girl Marishka, it's that she breaks herself a lot. Yes. <laughs> if not all the time. Because <laughs> she's crunchy. She's crunchy. <laughs> she's... <laughs> oh, Lord. Um. So... <laughs> I actually haven't kept up with this too much aside from you telling me about it, but uh, she's officially got a clean bill of health for her ankle. Yes. Um, which is great. So now we're on to whatever the next random injury is going to be. <laughs> yes. Hopefully not for a while. <laughs> Hopefully she gets a little bit of a break. Um, yes. But if you follow Marishka on Instagram, you probably 
know a little bit about this already, but yeah, um, we're glad that she's healthy. Yes, very glad. <laughs> um, so moving right along, um, Mariska was at the Eras tour in Nashville with Reese Reese Withers Reese Witherspoon. Wow. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Reese I couldn't say Reese Witherspoon for a minute. Reese Witherspoon and Amaya. Um, it was magical because there was a video of Mariska dancing with her jacket off. So she was just in like a tank top. Um, I don't think it was the night that Taylor performed in the rain I think it was the next night because I think she was in Nashville for two nights so I think it was the second night um but yeah it was awesome my favorite thing about this was our conversation we had yes (laughs) because if you guys don't know anything about me know this I hate Taylor Swift And so Coley was like texting me about it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool because Marishka's only three hours away from me because I live in Atlanta, three or four hours. And um, I can't remember what you said, but it was something like, yeah, but I know you'd never be caught dead there. I said she was at a Taylor Swift concert. I don't think you'd be caught dead there. <laughs> and I don't know why I laughed so much. <laughs> I was like, finally, someone who knows me. Yes. Yeah, not a Taylor Swift fan. Sorry about it. Um, I'm not even going to say anything mean about her because I, I'm not going to explain it, but not a fan. The Swifties will come for you. I if know. If you say anything mean about her. And there are a lot in the SVU fandom. I believe that, especially because Mariska and Taylor are friends. Yes. Um, and Taylor's named one of her cats after Olivia Benson. Yes. So I understand that she is relative and slightly important to the SVU fandom. And I appreciate that because Olivia Benson and Mariska deserve the world. Yes. And that is all I will say about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so this one I actually don't know that much about. Um, oh my gosh, I found the cockroach. Hold, please. <laughs> I killed him. There's been a cockroach just chilling, and I haven't been able to find him, and I just killed him. Okay. <sighs> so, um, Mariska and Allie Wentworth um, walked the runway for Oscar De, La Renta, De La Renta? Yeah. For De La Renta. Um, too sassy, or sissy that walk. Um, <laughs> amazing. Um, so Allie posted the video on her Instagram. Um, I think first it was in her Instagram stories and then she put it on her feed. Um, and they're just walking like fashion models just to see that walk by RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Which, if you know anything about that song, you know it mentions female parts, female which parts. is hysterical but they weren't walking to that part but even still um 
And then they're walking back and Mariska's still doing her little fashion model walk and Ellie just stops and starts dancing. I love them. It's hysterical. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I love them so much. Yeah. Um, I also just like that lately it seems like Mariska's just totally herself. Yeah. Comfortable and happy. She's like her most authentic self and that yes. is wonderful. Yeah. Um Pretty incredible. She's taking like no crap from anybody. No. And it's her wonderful. <laughs> she deleted her Twitter. She's on Instagram like all the time now. Um <laughs> she posted a picture of her and Peter. And she was smiling so big and I commented on it and someone was like, she smiles bigger with Chris. And I was like, that doesn't even deserve a response. And then I got blocked by that commenter. But the vindication in Mariska liking my comment. I know. It felt so good. I know. I don't know what it is, but you've been under fire with the SVU girlies lately apparently (laughs) but like I you guys know listen to the Maloney of it all yeah you want to hear us talk in depth about it but not Krishka shippers here no Um, and also I think there's like a level of respect that needs to be had with Mariska Mm -hmm. because she's a real human being yeah um and so the fact she liked your comment and everything it's like she knows like oh I, yeah you know and like she sees I, everything she sees everything so just keep that in mind when you're being disrespectful because it's still her account she can still see it yeah Peter can see it if he wanted to I don't feel like he's on social media much but he's not you know but, um and even Chris and his wife there's a level of respect for them that should be had yeah I don't know. It irks me, but it's extremely validating that she basically like virtually fist bumped you. Pretty much. <laughs> I love uh, that. Marishka, come on the show. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, moving on. Um, I know. Do you know who I would love to have on the show? Who? Ice tea. <laughs> yes. I just want to talk to Ice tea. I have so many questions. <laughs> we're gonna have to start sending out emails like in mass i know tea. everybody tweet iced tea everybody. because they'll see it on twitter <laughs> tweet iced tea email <laughs> <Marishka>. <laughs> it's fine it's fine everything's it's fine. fine we're happy yep <laughs> um moving on um so Mariska and Chris did the firefighters challenge on National Firefighters Day with Bobby Burke and Bobby Burke played Tucker from season three until season 21 when he was killed off and I'm not bitter about it. Coley goes back and watches that episode just to cry sometimes. <laughs> I when I rewatch SVU it'll pop up and I'm like oh this is a good episode and then I wind up just sobbing yeah we miss Tucker but I fully when I first saw those pictures thought that they were filming I didn't realize they were doing um 
the fighter fighters day thing and then when bobby showed up i was like hold on (laughs) i was like wait a second this doesn't make sense and then you told me what was happening yeah i sent katie a picture of marishka and bobby and um i was like my texan heart and she's like what is going on yeah i thought they were bringing him back from the dead for a second and then i realized which honestly I I wouldn't put it past us for you to bring people back from the dead. They brought Alex back. Alex came back. Um, and then she's gone again. But um, Alex, come back. I love you. Stephanie. Yeah. Um, Please. Stephanie, like, come on the um, podcast. Bobby, come on for, the podcast. Oh my God, Bobby would be such a good guest. Um. Yeah. You guys know my dream guest would have been Richard Belzer, but unfortunately. Yeah. Um but like they bring people back occasionally as like ghosts hallucinations i'm not going to reveal who it is that yeah. came back recently but i was like hmm. and then also i was showing my boyfriend john wick for the first time um and you guys know keanu reeves is my favorite human being mm-hmm. and john wick's my favorite movie but dean winters is in it um and he's un baby because it was like 11 12 years ago oh wow yeah. Yeah, and so all I can think of is like I want Dean <laughs> to come back. Yes. I just he doesn't. They, they don't have to be a romantic anything. I just want Cassidy back for an episode or two. Dean, come but, on the podcast. Yeah, come on the podcast. We love you. Um, we have to start like email blasting. Like I'm so annoying, but I literally managers and actors and everybody. <laughs> just interview request interview request um colon we did put a request out to i know we that you when you had your old facebook reached out to dan yeah um and then i think we didn't we reach out to isabel we did we never heard back from either of them yeah i feel like i feel like we might have gone about it the wrong way with isabel because I was talking with my date yesterday because she also does podcasts. Um, and she's had a few interviews. And the proper way to subject the email is interview request, colon, and their name. Mm-hmm. Not podcast opportunity. Mm, well, same thing. Just you different. learn and you learn. It's all good. Um, I, I fully really wasn't expecting her to respond. It was just after she released that, um, blog. blog. Yeah. Yeah. That it felt imperative that we do something. And so I'm glad that we reached out anyway. Yeah. I mean, we can reach out again. Yeah. Um, but yes, would love to have some cast members on the show. (laughs) Would also love to have some witch detectives on the show. Oh my God. email us i'll let you go through that because that's part of your social media plug but would also love to have some witch detectives on the show yeah like let's talk about your favorite episodes let's uh tarot readings smash or pass the cast let's do tarot reading (laughs) like come on oh my god a smash or pass would be so fun that gives me an idea for um something i will message you about later okay Uh, but this is the perfect segue into our social media uh, plug here. Yes. So 
if you guys are interested in keeping up with us, we are the most active on Instagram. You can follow us at SVU Coven. Uh, we post on the stories there pretty regularly. And most of the stuff we talk about in the show, we post there. So it's yeah. definitely a great way to keep up with us. Um, any updates, hiatuses, things like that. Mm. Um, also, we have a Discord server that for season three, I am going to be beefing up so if you are a discord aficionado you probably are in multiple um servers for your favorite streamers musicians what have you um so i'm trying to make our discord more of a public uh situation so it's not just my friends sitting in there not talking (laughs) or me and coley (laughs) sending podcast ideas back and forth I want it to be more of a community, more of a coven, if you will. Mm -hmm. So I am planning on making it a little bit stronger, beefing it up a little bit so you guys can join that. It's completely free. The link is in our Instagram bio and uh, it's just a cool way to connect with us. So you can talk to us one-on-one in there. We talk about tarot, SVU coven, and we're even going to have some events going on in our Discord server eventually, maybe one I didn't even know about that. That's awesome. It was your idea. Was it? Oh, it was. <laughs> but um, it's been that's... so long since we talked about it. I, I know. Forgot. So it's way in the future. Not there yeah. yet. But not there yet. But if you yeah. guys would like to join, the link is in our Instagram bio. If you're not on Instagram, social media doesn't really speak to you. You can always email us uh, and we'll send you a fresh link. It does expire after seven days. So you want to get in there as soon as possible. Um, but don't worry if the link's not working, we will send you a new one. Yes. Um, our email, if you want to reach out to us there, is svucoven at gmail.com. Since we're on like camera, I'm like svucoven at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, <laughs> shoot us an email there we would love to hear from you Coley does check the email regularly so somebody is reading it and one of us will respond to you it's a great way to get in touch with us if you're interested in being on the show uh, or sponsoring the show or working with us in any way email is the best place to do that especially if social media or those mediums don't speak to you uh, we're always online so somebody yes. will get back to you uh if you ever have anything you want us to talk about even yeah the show or anything like that svucoven at gmail.com yes yeah. um so this is your episodic reminder to rate review and subscribe and comment now because we're on youtube and yeah um rating and subscribing are the most important things um, when it comes to like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff, um, it tells the algorithm that you like us and that you listen to us and that um, y- you want to see more and it will hopefully uh, suggest us to other listeners who will then hopefully rate, review, and subscribe. Reviewing is just really nice. We lost all of our reviews when we switched podcast hosts. Um, We're holding steady at one. I just checked. That's what I'm doing on my phone at the moment is checking reviews and answers to questions and the like. Um, So our one review, I believe, is on uh, Apple. Yeah. 
and it's not overwhelmingly positive but it's possible we have some on spotify too but i listen to our show on apple podcast and it won't let me see the reviews or the ratings until i listen to the show on spotify yeah because technically we are hosted by spotify now yeah um but that's really frustrating i wish they would show us um but we did get an answer to our last question, which was, what is your favorite Munch episode? <laughs> um, we got an answer from uh, Chris DeSanto, 1213. And it says, the one with Jennifer Esposito. Maybe it's an obvious choice. I don't know. There's a bunch of rewatch review SVU pods, but you two are the, at the top. Very authentic and warm and funny. Take care. Oh, Thank you, Chris. Cool. I um, think Chris has emailed us before. Yes. Yeah. Um, the one with Jennifer Esposito that he's referring to is Remorse. Um, that's a really good episode. That's in season one. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your favorite Munch episode? I have two. <laughs> <laughs> they come as a pair. So okay. I like you. I feel like you can't like one without liking the other. Um, it's painless in parts. Mm-hmm. The ones with um Marley Matlin as Amy Solway. Yeah. 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 Those are yeah. definitely my favorites. I like the one I can't think okay, so I have I have two moments, not necessarily full episodes, but mm-hmm. I have two munch moments that I love. And one of them is when he's talking to that little girl and he's like, um, he's like, you know, if I ever have kids, I'm going to call them my munchkins. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite munch lines ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and also when uh, Richard Belzer passed away, we kept saying forever your munchkins. Yeah. Um, and I loved, love that. And then my other favorite one, I think we talked about it recently in season two, but it's when um, Ice and Bells are doing something and Ice calls, or Finn calls Munch his Jew. And I know it's a little (laughs) anti-Semitic and I know, I know that, but it's so funny because in their walk and talk after, Wasn't that line improved, or did I imagine that? I don't know, but the walk and talk after just—it's so funny. It's because so funny. Munch is like my Jew, my Jew. <laughs> it's like, what if I called you my boy? And and it's <laughs> like I'll be your boy, John. It's so cute, and it really like highlights outside of the show how mm. Richard and Ice were like close friends because you can see that they were having so much fun filming that Mm -hmm. um and it just makes my little heart so happy so my my two munchy favorites yeah um a long episode (laughs) yeah um so rate review and subscribe and comment on youtube subscribe on youtube um smash that like button what smash that like button consensually um we're real youtubers now yes (laughs) oh god i'm so old 
Anyway. I think I took that consensually smash that like button from Fundy Fridays. And if I did, <laughs> I'm sorry. Jen, you're amazing. I love that. Yeah. Um. So shall we get into our self-love affirmation? Yes. One more okay. thing I want to mention real quick is yes. uh, we do have a coffee account. Yes. Um, for donations and I'll have that like linked so you guys can see it obviously there's no obligation or anything Mm -hmm. but um I do like to mention that we have that rolling now yes I forgot to put that in the notes I'm sorry (laughs) um self-love affirmation let's do it nothing matters more than love I really like this one Especially right now, because I'm in that hopeless, romantic, lovey-dovey mood. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, And I feel like it's true. Like, it doesn't have to be romantic love. It can be fa- familial love. It can be friendship love. But love matters more than anything. There's a... um. We're such water signs, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, there's a um, episode of How I Met Your Mother, which is one of my favorite shows, um, mm-hmm. where Ted says, like, the whole episode is a, he's a hopeless romantic, it's the bit, right? If you've never yeah. seen it, though. No. Um, but he says love is the best thing we do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that complements the self-love affirmation because yeah. it's just so powerful and so true yeah and um, that that self-love affirmation is from opradaily.com not sponsored but Oprah, not sponsored us up. but oprah <laughs> we'd love to be <laughs> we would love to be i love that yeah <laughs> um remember to breathe <laughs> yes remember to breathe keep your eyes open if you're driving um meditate on that for a minute close your eyes if you're not driving or operating heavy machinery of any kind um we don't want a forklift driver closing their eyes and running into a customer or something you know (laughs) my mind just goes there i'm sorry i think mine does every time too because when i'm like remember to breathe Keep your eyes open. I'm never thinking people are listening to us in the car. I'm like, oh, they're they're at their warehouse working, listening to yeah. SPD come in. <laughs> um, if my boyfriend is listening, I'm calling you out. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Remember to breathe, guys. Yes, remember to breathe. <laughs> that's what we should have on merch. Yes. I don't know what we'll put it on, but we'll put it on something because we do have merch coming. We do. So that's another exciting thing. Yes. My favorite is the tumbler that I made, the coffee, the travel coffee cup. Yes. I love that. So cute. I'm about to be so broke buying our own merch. Yes. <laughs> For real. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, shall we get into the summary? Let's do it. Okay. False memories of a girl's childhood essay by her father lead to to a tragedy. I love when the summaries are just so straight and to the point. Yeah. And again, I had to modify it a little bit, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Notes. Here we go. A young woman walks into SVU but turns to leave when she sees Elliot Munch and Finn. Olivia intercepts her and asks if she can help. She says she wants to report an essay. Um, Olivia brings her into an interview room and said she was just there to help. Megan says that someone pushed their way into her apartment last night. She told him to leave and that she never wanted to see him again, but he slammed the door shut. Olivia asks who did this, if it was her boyfriend. Megan said it was her father. And we done done. And we done done. Very short <laughs> teaser this episode. Yeah. Sometimes I like that, though. I kind of like um, when they just jump into it because, you know, it's going to be a hefty Yeah. Episode. Yeah. Sometimes I like the longer teasers, though. I know. I feel like lately they've been doing longer ones where mm. we'll done done and I'm like, what? We haven't done that yet? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Um, so um, the essay started when she was in first grade, when Megan was in first grade. Uh, touching, he'd help her get undressed and dressed for bed and he would sometimes take off his shirt and then his pants. Um, when she turned 12, it escalated he showed her pictures and said that's how dads love their daughters. Um, he stopped when she got her period at 14. Nothing physical happened the night before, but they had a bad fight. Um, I also want to make a note that the word daddy is used a lot in this episode, and I'm so uncomfortable using that word. Really? Yeah. I hate the word daddy. I don't know why. It's, no, I get it. It's weird though because my dad is listed in my phone as daddy. Yeah, my my family, um, they all call their dad like it's my dad's name. We call yeah. him, but it is kind of rather uncomfortable. But it's like known in my family. That's what you say. I also feel like that's a very southern thing. Oh, for sure. For sure. So my whole family is very big on the nicknames. Yeah. Because, like, I remember on the Golden Girls, Blanche called her dad Big Daddy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My dad used to sign his text messages. Remember when, like, back in the day when we would have, like, text signatures? Yeah. He used to sign them as Big Daddy, and it would make, or Big D, even. And I was like... To him, totally normal, totally southern white man thing. To me and my brother, we were like, mm, no. <laughs> we're like, you gotta cut that out. <laughs> uncomfortable. So I I understand both sides of it being uncomfortable and also it being normal. Yeah. Um, but for the sake of this episode and these notes, I just put dad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sick. Um. <laughs> Olivia said it was going to be hard to prove a four-year-old essay, and Elliot said they couldn't charge anything before that because they own, the statue only lasts five years. Um, Megan asked what about her sister Lily, who's seven. That's the same age she was when her dad started with her. Um, the day before, Megan went home to do laundry and walked in on her father essaying Lily the way he used to essay her. Um, Olivia and Elliot go to Phil and Cragen on the background of the father and the mother. Rebecca Sutherland 
um, the daughter of the Sutherland Pharmaceuticals founder. Cregan is on his way to a luncheon with the mayor. Not a luncheon with the mayor. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're working two cases, an essay this side of the statute of limitations and a possible essay of a young girl. Cregan asked about the mother. Megan and Rebecca aren't on speaking terms. Ellie and Olivia go to talk about talk to Rebecca. Um, she was married to her husband for 19 years. Um, she'd know if he was essaying one of her daughters. Her father said she's always had a blind spot when it comes to Evan, which is her husband. Um, Megan's been seeing a therapist, started seeing her when she started at Columbia. And since then, Megan has become an expert in what she calls their family dysfunction. Listen, every dysfunctional family is dysfunctional in their own way. That's what I've learned from therapy. Every family is dysfunctional. Yes. Because you can't have more than one human without having disagreements Mm -hmm. and being completely different. Um, So I try not... The stats on it is it's like ninety seven percent of families are dysfunctional, but then the three uh, the three percent are the ones making the stats, and they don't want to admit that their family is dysfunctional. Everybody's so. family is dysfunctional. Yes. <laughs> um, Rebecca has tried talking to Megan, and Megan just shuts her out. Megan's made up stories before, though nothing this extreme. But she's pushed boundaries to get what she wants. Elliot and Olivia say they need to talk to Jody, the middle sister, and Lily. Um, it's routine. Rebecca is hesitant, doesn't want Elliot and Olivia embarrassing the girls in front of their friends at school. Elliot says to bring them to the precinct after school, and Rebecca's father says they'll be there. Um, Megan went to her therapist with an ED and depression. The therapist mentions how an ED can be a sign of something deeper and more traumatic. In Megan's case, it was childhood familial essay. Um, the therapist couldn't break confidentiality. And the only reason she's talking to Ellie and Lillian now is because Megan gave her permission. Um, because... I think it was Elliot asked her, why didn't you call the police when she disclosed this essay? And that's when the therapist said she couldn't break confidentiality because Megan's an adult. Right. Um, the therapist repeatedly asked her if she thought Jody and Lily were at risk. And she said no until the day before. Um, she called her therapist and said she reported her father for essaying Lily. Um, Olivia wanted to know if Megan was emotionally in the right place for a police investigation. Um, her therapist says that Megan came to them and that tells her that she's on the road to recovery. Um, police investigations of essay and the R word are very rough on the victim. It's... And as someone who's seen it firsthand, it's even worse than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I um, mean, as, as I only, does a good job of highlighting it, though. Yeah. I only 
reported and like SVU didn't do a good job of showing how it actually is when you report mm. um but because most of the cops just don't care um unfortunately in my experience we'll say mm. um so it just yeah it's yeah i um if you guys didn't know for many, many years while I was in college, I worked at a SA crisis center mm-hmm. um, where my entire job, I was on call. I was a volunteer. And whenever I got a call, it meant this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it meant you're going to the hospital. And usually when I was in the hospital, I was in the room for um, the same exams of the survivors. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, not necessarily during the SANE exam, but during when I needed to be at the hospital to hold their hands and support them and give them resources and be there for them. Cops would come in to interrogate. Yeah. Um, And part of the process, at least at this hospital in Georgia, was that if a survivor came in, the hospital had to report it, Mm -hmm. whether they really wanted it reported or not. And so that's already like the first fumble to me. And then if it wasn't a female cop, not hating men here, but in my experience, if it wasn't a female cop, often it was very aggressive and re-traumatizing for the survivors. Yeah. Um, And I don't think people realize if you're not in this community that we're in, Mm -hmm. um, how hard it is on the survivors. Yeah. Uh, because basically they're reliving and re-traumatizing themselves over and over and over again. And um, it's a huge reason why people don't report as much. Yeah. Um, so I do think, I'm glad you brought that up because I do think it's important to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, a resident in the ER at Mercy General reported bleeding from an intimate area after a bicycle accident and bruising on her on Megan's backside when she was 11 to CPS. So this was seven years ago. Um, the file was in the basement for seven years. Uh, Megan said that she got the bruises uh, riding horses on her grandfather's farm. CPS contacted Megan's pediatrician about her trouble urinating, and the doctor said that she had a minor UTI from taking too many bubble baths. Um, CPS did a series of follow-up visits, and then the case was closed. Too many bubble baths. Yes. (laughs) But that that is a cause that can be a cause of a UTI. Mm-hmm. Um, Cragen says uh, for them to make sure that they have a solid case before going after Evan Ramsey and his lawyers uh, Munch comes in and says Evan was investigated by CPS seven years ago Olivia says that it's not the first time a wife has chosen her husband over her child Cragen says that since Evan is out of town they need to find as much as they can before he gets back. Um, Rebecca arrives with Jody and Lily, and Cragen gives orders. Um, Olivia interviews Lily about and asks about her father. 
Lily asks why everyone is mad at her dad. Um, and says stuff like he reads her stories and all that stuff and plays games with her. Um, Elliot interviews Jody and he asks a little bit more grown up questions because Jody's older. Um, when asked about Lily, Jody admits that Evan still gives Lily baths with the door locked and that he was changing her sheets the other night and Lily was crying in the corner of her with her bottoms off. <clears throat> uh, Evan said she wet the bed, but Lily hasn't wet the bed since she was two. Also, I don't know what's going on with my voice right now, so I apologize. <laughs> Because it's all crackly and stuff. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Rebecca says she can't believe it and that it can't be true. Reagan tries to get her to agree to let them search Lily's room, but she runs into the hallway. Olivia finds her and says that there's someone there to see her. Megan comes out and Rebecca says that it can't be true. Megan tells her what happened to her and asks where she was. Rebecca promises she didn't know. Olivia gets permission for SVU to search the Ramsey house. Elliot finds uh, CP under Lily's mattress, and the CSU search finds men's underwear. Um, they hear Evan yelling for Rebecca, asking what's happening, and Elliot and Olivia race downstairs to ask Evan to come with them or at least not to do this in front of his daughters. Um, Evan insists that he didn't essay Megan, that she was angry because he threatened to take her college fund if she didn't break up with her boyfriend and start getting serious about college. Says he didn't know why Megan was doing this. He's tried to get through to her and she simply shuts him down. Um, he tries to hug her and she recoils. Um, Olivia says Megan says that she found him in Lily's room doing to Lily what he did to her. And then Olivia asks about the late night visits to Lily's room. Evan says Lily has nightmares. Elliot confronts him with the CP and says that they found it in Lily's room along with a pair of Evan's underwear. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, Olivia said the pictures were printed on a printer just like the one next to his computer. He says he only uses that computer for work. Elliot says that this has come, this has to come as a relief. Um, now he can get some help. Olivia says Megan's already broken her silence and it's only a matter of time until Jody and Lily join her. Evan says he didn't do anything wrong. Elliot asks if he knows uh, what they do to people who essay kids in prison. Evan lawyers up. Alex asks if they have anything to corroborate Megan's story and Cragen says her, just her testimony any physical evidence is long gone 
Alex asked about Lily's story. Pragan said that her exam shows irritation, but nothing conclusive. And Jody's exam was negative. Um, they have the pictures in the underwear, but Lily hasn't said anything linking them to her essay. Pragan said that Megan passed the poly, but Alex said it isn't admissible. Pragan says it corroborates her story and that if they let Evan go now, he'll come back. He'll go back home to his daughters. Alex says to arrest him for the essay. Um, they're leading Evan out when Rebecca goes to attack him. Olivia intercepts. At arraignment, Judge Petrovsky sets bail at 500000 or $5 million, surely. I don't really know what surely means. Um, not sure. <laughs> like, in a legal sense, I don't know what it means. I know what it means, like, in everyday English, but in a legal sense, I don't know what it means. I yeah. didn't make it that far in my legal dictionary when I was younger. <laughs> I literally had a legal dictionary when I was younger. You know, I believe that. I wanted it to be a SVU um, ADA when I was younger. <laughs> but then I realized I don't like confrontation and I cry <laughs> when I get confronted with things and I can't cry in court. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alex fights for an order of protection on behalf of his daughters, barring him from entering the family home or getting within 100 yards of his children. Um, Wong is interviewing Lily as Rebecca, Ellie and Olivia and Alex look on. Um, Rebecca says that she took Lily to see Megan's therapist. The therapist said that Lily's blocking it all out because it's too much for her to bear. Um, Rebecca said it's so clear to her now, and why didn't she see it? Olivia says it's because Evan went through a lot of trouble to make sure she didn't. Um, Wong says Lily didn't disclose anything. Alex says she needs Lily's disclosure by the day after tomorrow. Um, to indict with Megan's case, which can't stand on its own. Wong says that he'll do the best he can, but he has to follow Lily's lead. Um, Munch and Finn go to the crime lab. Um, they found hairs and fluids on the underwear matching Evan, but there was nothing on Lily's sheets or pajamas. Um, the borders, the pictures were cut off, and they were dated for Tuesday the 13th when Evan was in Baltimore. Um, CSU are taking the family computers. Rebecca says she doesn't even know how to turn on the computer, much less do anything else. Um, Can you imagine? <laughs> it's a button. You push a button. A button. I often would push the button with my big toe. That's how unserious it was. Yes. <laughs> um, Elliot asks about her children, and she says that he must be joking. Um, she asks if she she asks if the date could be wrong. Olivia says they'll check, but they have to cover all their bases. Rebecca said that Jody and Lily were at school. 
she was at her lawyer's office filing for divorce. Elliot asks if asks um the housekeeper, I guess, um, <laughs> where she was on Tuesday morning, and she said she was grocery shopping. So there was no one there to say whether or not Megan came home Tuesday morning. Rebecca said that Megan has a chemistry class on Tuesday mornings. Olivia asks if she went, and Rebecca says that they'll have to ask her. Have you ever been to the store Tuesday morning? No. Oh, well, my God. Only while I was working. <laughs> at a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never actually been in them, but you said Tuesday morning so many times, my brain was like, oh my God, that's the name of a store. (laughs) That is the name of a store. And you're right. I have actually been in one. (laughs) I see them around, just never been in. It gives me Hobby Lobby vibes. There was when I was. (laughs) There was one when I lived down in Ocean County that I went to and got a coat from but they didn't remove the beepy tag mm. so I beeped every I beeped. time I went into a store <laughs> and every time I came out of a store and I constantly had to be searched because they thought I was stealing something I beeped I beeped <laughs> Tuesday morning Tuesday morning you know anyway um, Megan dropped chemistry um, she hasn't been able to focus this summer, this semester, not summer. Um, Ellie and Olivia asked what she's been doing with her Tuesday mornings, and she said she had a tutor um, to catch up with her other classes. The tutor was her boyfriend, and they broke up the week before, so they weren't working together anymore. Um, said on the morning in question, she was in the library stutter- stuttering. Oh, my God. That's me. I'm stuttering studying with a lot of other students because midterms were coming up. Evan didn't download the pictures on his desktop or his laptop, so who downloaded them? They still need Lily's testimony, and she's not talking. Ellie and Olivia go to talk to Megan's therapist, um, who says she's not surprised Lily isn't talking. Olivia says they really need Lily's testimony, and Elliot asks if the therapist will talk to Lily again, as Lily may be more comfortable with her than with Wong. Um, the person who downloaded the pictures downloaded them to a terminal at the library at Columbia. Dot dot dot. What what what? Spell break. Spell break. So, what day are we putting this out? Because that's um, going to affect the spell that I read. Oh, F. I didn't think about that. Um, Probably next Monday. Okay. So. The 29th. Yep. Okay. So, the color of the day is ivory. The incense of the day is lily, which is actually kind of perfect for this episode. It's also um, Monday that we're recording this. It is also Monday that we're recording this. Because I had a migraine from heat from serving a dinner on Saturday, so I couldn't do the notes. Um, uh, the 29th is also Memorial Day. Um, oh, it is, isn't it? Yep. So this is a spell called Forgotten Soldier Memorial Working. Um, today is Memorial Day. 
here in the United States, a day when we honor that our nation's fallen warriors. It is time to reflect not only on their lives and bravery, but also on the cost of war and its heavy toll. Not all fallen soldiers have family or loved ones to remember them. As we celebrate the lives of those who fought to protect our country, let us also remember those whom others have forgotten. There we go. Sorry, there was a break and I couldn't figure out the word. Um, all you need is a white candle, a small bell, and a few moments of your time at your altar. Safely light the candle and ring the bell three times before saying, Three times I ring this bell for the forgotten soldier who fell in battle and was denied the chance to grow older. May they rest in peace and find their way. The heaviest price was theirs to pay. Extinguish the candle or allow it to safely burn out completely. And that is by Devin Hunter. I love that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, on with the episode. While you were doing that, I was trying to pick like a cute filter to wear, but I I failed because I was going to surprise you with it and then I didn't get the timing right. Oh. <laughs> Alas, I'm a sprout. I like that. That's cute. <laughs> But I have to back up in my chair so you can see the sprout. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just lines on your cheeks. <laughs> I digress. Okay, back to the episode. <laughs> um, Ellie and Olivia talked to Megan about why she put the pictures under the mattress and the underwear and the sheets. Megan said that when Evan came to her apartment he threatened to sue her therapist and sent her to a mental hospital and then who would believe her in motions court the judge dismisses the case because there was no physical evidence of what megan said and they still didn't have lily's testimony mm -hmm. um and then approaches megan hold on Evan approaches Megan and says he knows she didn't mean to do this. Rebecca tells him that she wants him moved out by the end of the week. Ellie and Olivia Munch and Finn. Yomph. Yomph. That's what I like <laughs> to call them. Um are out at a bar for a drink. Um Olivia asks or Olivia says that Megan was just trying to protect her sister, but it doesn't mean she wasn't essayed. But now they'll never be able to prove it, and Evan gets away with it. Or does he? Cragen calls Elliot and says Evan's been unalived. Unalived. Yes. A uh, single shot took Evan out within several hours, no rigor. When Ellie and Olivia questioned the man who found Evan, he says that there was tension between Evan and his father-in-law and that if security hadn't showed the father-in-law out earlier, they would have come to blows. Ellie and Olivia go to interview Rebecca's father about whether he did or he did it or not. 
Um, as he didn't seem too sad that his son-in-law was gone. He owned the same caliber weapon as the one that unalived Evan. Brings them to his locker in the hallway. And the weapon in question is gone. Um, Ellie and Olivia interview Rebecca's father. And Cregan wants to know how he looks. He has opportunity, motive, and means. But Olivia just doesn't know. He seemed genuinely surprised when the weapon in question was missing from the locker. Um, the weapon was fished out of the sewer outside of Sutherland Pharmaceuticals. And when ballistics tested it, it was a match to what unalived Evan. Um, the prints on the casing left behind weren't Sutherland's. Ellie and Olivia talked to Rebecca and Megan about the possibility that they unalived Evan. Both deny it. Megan's alibi doesn't check out as she was making calls from her car phone to her father's office. Can you imagine a car phone? I was about to say that. <laughs> from her car phone. From her car phone. Oh, I'm old. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> You're not that much older than me. We're old. <laughs> um... Uh, Rebecca came home around 9, took a sleeping pill, and went to bed. Megan and Jody came home around the same time, but went back out and didn't get home until after 11. When they shut themselves in Jody's room, and the housekeeper, who was telling Much and Finn all of this, heard lots of crying. Hmm. Um, Ellie and Olivia go to find Jody. Ooh, where's my mouse? There it is. Um... Who is walking with her mother to church and to talk to their priest, presumably about funeral services for Evan. Rebecca says that Jody went to bed when she did. Elliot says that she's already lied to her mother not to make it worse by lying to them. Jody says that Evan had been calling Megan. She wanted to she wanted him to admit to what he did, but he wouldn't do it over the phone. So Jody and Megan drove to his office. Megan went in when they got there, but told Jody to wait in the car. A few minutes later, Megan came back down, and they went home and went to bed. Ellie and Olivia asked Megan what happened, and she insists she doesn't remember. Um, says that sometimes she blacks out. And that she didn't remember her essay until a few months ago and to talk to her therapist. I'd like to point out that's relatively a normal thing that happens. Yeah. Um, Ellie and Olivia go to talk to Megan's therapist who says that she can't comment on Megan's treatment anymore. Megan has decided not to waive privilege. When Elliot explains more about ethics, she says she's been a therapist for 15 years. And that she didn't need a lecture on ethics. Mm. Olivia asks about her techniques to recover buried memories. And how she knows if a patient is telling the truth. The therapist says that a physician. She has a physician admit her sodium amytal truth serum. And the therapist suddenly shuts them down when Olivia asks Megan. Asks if Megan was a success story. Um, sodium amytal doesn't verify memories, it creates them, 
which is why it's fallen out of favor with most reputable therapists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Megan was never a victim of childhood essay. Um, when they did, when they got her medical records because Megan missed her third physical exam, um, they needed to get her medical records and that piece of skin was still intact. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to say it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But I would also like to point out that that regenerates like it heals. <laughs> it's not like it's not like it rips and then it's done. Right. It heals. Mm-hmm. And I know this because I tore mine falling onto a rung of a ladder when I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And it healed. <laughs> and it healed. <laughs> so um anyway. Um, the memories were planted in her mind and Evan was arrested with uh, spectral evidence. All the evidence points to Megan analyzing her father. Alex is issuing a subpoena for Jody. Um, so she either testifies or she'll be found in contempt. In the grand jury, Jody starts telling the same story that she told Ellie and Lydia earlier, um, but then admits that she analyzed her father. The SVU bureau chief scolds Alex for relying on defendants to make her case in front of the grand jury. Alex argues that Jody wasn't a defendant, she was a witness. The bureau chief asked if it ever occurred to her that she might take the fall to protect her sister. Alex says that they questioned Jody multiple times um, and her story never changed. She was given immunity in exchange for her testimony but her immunity doesn't extend to cover perjury, but what if she's telling the truth? Joey tells Alex what really happened, and then she just wanted her father to stop hurting Megan. Rebecca notes, Rebecca, wow, notes that Jody won't be prosecuted by the courts, but her own conscience. Conscience, wow. Um, and wants to know what will happen to Megan's therapist. And Olivia go to, and Alex go to arrest the therapist and get Megan, Jody, and Lily's files. The therapist's license is suspended pending a full investigation. And we dick wolf. And we dick wolf. My um, headline, header, uh, what is it called now on Facebook? My timer Cover photo? Sure. My cover photo um, used to be that ending thing that's like... Um, Executive producer Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Yeah. And Coley and I both have hats that say it. Yes. <laughs> we should um, wear that one episode. And I have um, earrings that are in yeah. the shape of a heart that say executive producer Dick Wolf on them. We should wear those for an episode. That'd be cute. I could also wear It'll- that the Marishkaville, the Marguerite, Hargaritaville or whatever. Yes. That shirt you made me, we could wear those. <laughs> you want to know how I came up with that? How? 
I was working at ShopRite down in Ocean County at the time. And I was standing over by like the food court area. I was uh, cashier at the food court area. And a guy walked past with a Margaritaville shirt on. And I just started singing, wasted away again in Margaritaville. <laughs> and it just worked. So. I love it. I love it. So while Coley is shuffling for our fabulous tarot reading, I just want to remind you guys again that we are on Instagram at SVU Coven. We're fairly active over there. So if social media is a medium that speaks to you, that's where to hit us up. Likewise, I am beefing up our Discord server and it's going to be really fun and hopefully we'll have events in there one day. Uh, But if not, and you just want to join the Coven and connect with us, uh, the link will be in our Instagram bio. However, if Instagram doesn't speak to you and you want to join the Discord server, just shoot us an email at svucoven at gmail.com and we'll send you a fresh link. Yes. They do expire after a week, so you want to get in there as soon as you can, but never fear if you find yourself in the predicament of having a broken link, we will send you a new one. So yes. email us at svucoven at gmail.com or follow the link in our bio to join the Discord. Lastly, if you want to be on the show, sponsor the show, have questions for us or anything under that umbrella, email us at svucoven at gmail.com. Coley does check the email so someone is reading it and one of us will respond. Um, Yeah, join the coven. Hang out with us. We're fun. Yes. So I am using the Pride Tarot deck. Um, it's a collaborative deck and the artwork is really cool. Um, I had a jumper, the four of swords, um, and the four of swords upright means rest, relaxation, meditation, contemplation, and recuperation. I think that this extra day that we get off to remember our fallen soldiers um, it's a good day to rest and relax, recuperate and meditate. And yeah. What is that like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My brain does not do the relax well. I so. won't know what it's like this year either because I have to work all day on Memorial Day. Yeah. Because my grandfather has an outing he's going to down the shore and I have to work all day yeah yeah well happy memorial day guys happy (laughs) memorial day and this is another uh reminder to rate review subscribe and comment and like um we um rating and rating and review no rating and subscribing there we go (laughs) are the two most important things that you can do um on audio platforms because they tell the algorithm that you like us and that hopefully uh will suggest us to other people who will also rate review and subscribe reviewing is really nice we lost all our reviews when we switched podcast hosts and we miss them we are holding steady at one on Apple Podcasts. Um, 
Also, comment on YouTube down below. Consensually smash that like button and subscribe. Oh, we appreciate the energy exchange. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Is that our show? That's our show. First episode of season three. <laughs> if you guys are still with us, you're still vibing, you're still hanging, pop over to our Instagram and drop your favorite emoji in the comments of our most recent post. Yes. <laughs> One day. One day. We'll do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging with us. Coley, I love you. I love you too. And I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Blessed be. Blessed be.